0: With your Amex card entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select campus events while supplies last, make every tap
1: music to your ears.
2: I'm Saleya Mosen, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started the Big Take DC.
4: You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio.
5: Final hour in this Thursday. The man known as Meathead James Vanderbeek. Ross Tucker will join us coming up. 877 3DP Show. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at Show Games coming up this weekend. You got the game tonight. You got the Ravens. Lamar Jackson heading back to South Florida, taking on the Dolphins. Seattle at Green Bay. Russell Wilson expected to play. Aaron Rodgers expected to play. Not sure if Odell Beckham Jr. is expected to play for either one of these teams. Kansas City will be at the Raiders. That'll be Sunday night on NBC. Cleveland at New England is kind of spicy as well. And uh, New Orleans at Tennessee. The Rams will be at San Francisco. That's on Monday night. Some of the marquee matchups. Phone calls, always welcome, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address, dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at dpshow. We say good morning to Peacock. That's our streaming partner. Download the app, watch for free. Odell Beckham not signed yet. Bunch of teams in play. Might be down to three teams, but feels like Odell Beckham's side of the equation here, probably putting out more than less, maybe six, seven. Now, he has to be on a roster by Saturday to get paid this week. That's why it will happen this week. He doesn't want to give up a game check here. The question is, uh, where's he going to go? Is he going to sign a contract? Uh, is it just going to be a rental for the rest of the season? Ravens at the Dolphins. Uh, North Carolina against Pittsburgh.
6: Is that tonight? That's an awesome game tonight. UNC Whoa. Pitt. The over-under is 72-and-a-half.
5: You got a uh, couple of very good... They are going to have a lot of scouts in Pittsburgh to watch this game. Yes, McLovin. I think all the scouts are going to be there. I mean, that could be one too. Kenny Pickett and Sam Howell, North Carolina. They'll be. I, I'm going to guess most of those scouts will be there for Pickett.
7: No, I think it's both. Don't you? Th- you were saying nice things about Howell the other day.
5: Oh, I, hey, I talked to somebody who played against him. Instead, he doesn't have the weapons he had last year, but he is still a great talent, a uh, great runner, and a great deep ball thrower. That's what I was told. Yeah. Based
7: on the, what you said, I, I watched him against Wake Forest because you were he looks all as good as last year. Yeah.
5: No, he's very good, although Wake can't play any defense.
7: Last week, Malik Willis at Liberty played Matt Corral at Ole Miss, and to be honest, neither did much of anything. No.
6: Yeah, Paul. This is also the time of year where, uh, especially SEC schools, they have kind of an off week, as we call it. Alabama is hosting New Mexico State this weekend. Of course, New Mexico State is one and eight, but uh, they're better than their record. Who wants to guess the line? Alabama hosting New Mexico State. Closest to the hole.
5: Forty-two and a half.
6: Fifty-one and a half. Oh, okay. <laughs> so if if they score like 60 bama Alabama's got to get. Does does New Mexico State get on the board?
5: Does New Mexico State lead at any point?
6: <laughs> Let me see if I can find that bet, like a prop. Yeah, I'm wondering. We can find could find that.
5: I could take that. Um, we have calendars left, okay? we The autograph calendars, uh, we maybe have sold out of those, but the 2022 calendar is now available at danpatrick.com. If you want to pick up a great Christmas gift, they're not expensive, these calendars, but they're really well done. They're fun. And uh, if you did send in your picture to be part of the calendar, we went through the entire calendar with all the dates. And if your birth date was on that date, your picture is on there. Everybody who sent in a picture with uh, their birth date and you're on the calendar, uh, you're going to be there with us. So uh, go to danpatrick.com. New products there, uh, T-shirts, tailgate bundle, Penny's Bang Biscuits. Uh, get a jump on the holiday season at danpatrick.com. The news out of Carolina is we could have Cam Newton back in the NFL, back with the Carolina Panthers. This, according to The Athletic, you have Sam Darnold out for a while with the broken clavicle. And they did bring Matt Barkley in, another USC quarterback. But Cam Newton, according to The Athletic, would be headed back to the NFL and the Carolina Panthers. Last night, we got to see the number one pick Cade Cunningham for the Pistons, number two pick Jalen Green for the Rockets. They went head-to-head. Both have struggled so far shooting-wise, but Cunningham had 20 last night. Green ended up with 23. And you might remember in 2003, the Cavs took LeBron number one. The Pistons took Darko Milicic at number two. 2007, the Blazers took Greg Oden at number one. Kevin Durant went number two to Oklahoma city. Most famous case, the NFL Colts took Peyton Manning at number one chargers selected Ryan leaf at number two. It's not fair, but these are the comparisons that are going to be made with Cunningham and green throughout their careers. They're going to be linked and they might be compared to the guy. I think is the best player in the draft. Evan Mobley. He's with Cleveland. He looks really good, but let's be patient here. I whiffed on Luka Doncic. uh, Maybe whiffing on this one as well, but Evan Mobley, to me, out of USC, he's the one that I like the most uh, coming out. Uh, let's see. anything. Oh, McLovin has an against the grain. I forgot against the grain. We got caught up in talking about a variety of things, and you're probably waiting in your car. America's waiting for against the grain.
7: Remember how we were talking about the most exciting player in the NFL or most exciting NBA player? This is the exact opposite of that.
5: Mm, great. Hit the music. Hit the music.
7: Okay, I'm going to do three underrated NFL quarterbacks today and three overrated tomorrow on Friday. Okay, so number one, underrated, and this might be because I live in New York, but let the Mike White hype begin. New York Jets. This is my new Andy Dalton. This guy. I finally did some research after you guys said he was really good at Western Kentucky. You're you're late on this. He got. I didn't know he got all caught up in the Willie Taggart drama. Remember Taggart yeah. kept jumping in South Florida. Yeah. So he threw thirty-seven touchdowns, seven picks. He he's good, Dan. He's good. I watched the highlights.
5: I think it's a big, it's a big, big message sent by Robert Sala, their head coach. You know, with Zach Wilson, and you're you're not going to bring him back. And but now that Bills, we're going to let you heal up a little bit more while Mike White. If Mike White puts up another good game, because he started off pretty well and then he got injured on Thursday night, if he puts up some decent numbers here, then all of a sudden we got a really good, we have an interesting conversation about that quarterbacking position. Yes, McLean.
7: Yeah, I mean, White uh, faces the Bills who looked vulnerable last week, so maybe he'll have another good game. Mm -hmm. All right, Mm -hmm. my second underrated quarterback, and I've been pushing this guy all year, the numbers on Jalen Hurts are starting to look very, very good. I know you might not buy it, because a lot of it's a garbage time, but he's fourth in the NFL on first down runs out of any any player quarterback or non-quarterback he's uh, had a perfect passer rating the other day to De- Devonte Smith's first round pick 158.3 his numbers are good now they're losing these games but i think they might have something to build around there okay you buying it all i'm in
5: i'm i'm not buying it but i i like how he's you, do you want your quarterback running on first down no, but he's much
7: more of a third down runner too. Yes, Paul.
6: His stats are much improved. He's got 11 touchdowns, four interceptions. His quarterback rating last year was 77; is currently 91. It's not terrible.
7: No, no, it's not. And the team around him is not great, so right. that's why. Do you, if do you the me,
5: Eagles now? The Eagles are going to have a scout at the North Carolina-Pittsburgh game tonight. Howie, yep. they're going to have Howie Roseman is going to be there. Okay. So your your GM is going to be there scouting one of these quarterbacks,
7: and you have potentially three first round picks if Carson Wentz plays throughout the year. All right, I get three defensive players and keep Hurts at quarterback. All right, what else do you have? Okay, my last one, and you'll like the reasoning. Daniel Jones is going to have a great second half. Okay, and I'll tell you why. Because the Giants are destined to be in Daniel Jones limbo forever. They are not. They just do not seem to have a direction. They're just good enough to be this 7-10 and ten or 8-8 eight and eight team. And as you point out, he's talented. I just don't know if that's a good thing. Do you want Daniel Jones to have a second? It's more of a question.
5: Well, if he's great, then you have to sign him up.
7: But do you, though? Because won't you be running the same party back? But if he's great. What if he's
5: good? Then I would probably be opting for other other solutions there.
7: Uh, by the way, I also want to throw in Cam Newton has a chance to lead the Panthers to the playoffs. They're four and five. I thought they were a little worse. You but
5: they started out three and
7: zero. Yeah, they started, but you can, you know, the NFC, you can chip your way to nine and eight. Hit Just the saying. music
5: against the grain. Brought to you by Panini, the hottest rookies, biggest superstars, the old time greats. Only one place to collect them all: Panini trading cards for instant classics, autograph cards, memorabilia cards, rare inserts. How does rookie card. Start or continue your collection now at PaniniAmerica.net. Yes, Paul. Okay,
6: here's a question for you, McLovin. Is this Jets direction dangerous? If they let Mike White play a couple games when they could go back to the rookie, Zach Wilson, if Mike White plays well, wouldn't they have to sign him at the end of the season? Oh, man. That, yeah. Now that you say it, it sounds like a disaster.
5: If it can go wrong for the Jets, it will. So look at the worst-case scenario. That's usually what I do. You know, you're going to let him play if he happens to put up good numbers. If he does it against Buffalo, then you're going to get a lot of lot of attention here. That All of a sudden, it's going to be like, wow, okay. And, and Mike White is not backing down from Zach Wilson. It's not like Mike White knows his role with the Jets. He thinks, I can be a starting quarterback here. Yeah, McClellan.
7: I was thinking about, like, a lot of guys have earned jobs. Taylor Heineke was a starter this year. You know, guys play their way into starting roles.
5: Hey, Kurt Warner, a little Kurt Warner, you see that? Yeah. Uh, It's kind of hard. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Sure. Um, Let's see, a couple of phone calls here. Alan in Tampa joining us. Hey, Alan, what's on your mind this morning?
8: Hey, how you doing? Great, Alan. Hey, good. Um, I had a Rolling Stones family dilemma. Uh, My firstborn uh, was due in September of 1994, and the Stones were coming to town in Raleigh, North Carolina, and uh, on the 4th. So I bought one ticket, but I was going with people. I wasn't a total uh, Han Solo, so I uh, I was going with friends. But my wife would be in no shape to go if the baby wasn't there, if the baby was newborn, whatever. So the baby was born on September 1st, my daughter. And uh, so on September 4th, um, I decided to go to the show because my mother-in-law was in town, with my wife and i didn't think they really needed me around and so i you know i didn't really think twice about it i went to the show with my friends and loved the show and um my wife still brings it up quite often that i did leave them on the third day of her birth to i uh, go to the stone show of course you know i've got the ticket stub in her baby book and it's a good memory <laughs> but uh but it comes up quite often
5: all right well thank you alan uh Kristen in colorado hey Kristen.
9: Good morning, um, you guys. I'm long-time first-time, 5'5", and a voluptuous 160. Um, Yeah, I'm kind of agreeing that I want you guys, as our husbands, thank you, to go and live your dreams. Like, that's what our relationship's about. But you will pay for it. So (laughs) not now. But eventually, right? So you'll go to every Idris Elba, Chris Evans, all those movies with me for the rest of time. Okay, my but,
5: but, but but Kristen, let's say your fiance said, Hey, I got one ticket for the Rolling Stones and uh you know, I could sell it and use that money for uh you know, something for the wedding, or should I just go to the Rolling Stones? What would you say?
9: I would say go. Go to the Rolling Stones, be happy. Like, I make my own money. I'll pay for my flowers. We'll figure this out. But go. If that's your dream. Go. I'm going to support you, and also um, you're, I'm going to make you see every address. Elda.
5: Are you are you there. still available, Kristen?
9: Oh, you're sweet. No, I've been married ten years. My husband is listening to the show right now. We oh. listen every morning. But um, and I I have issues though. I I was born in Norman, Oklahoma, and I went to school in Stillwater, so I've got all kinds of issues. <laughs> <I'm>
5: not... <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, thank you, Kristen. I think. You know, grow up a Sooner fan, and then you go to Oklahoma State. They're the Cowboys, Todd.
10: The Oklahoma State Cowboys.
5: Yeah, Barry Sanders went there. Yeah. Hartley Dykes went there. Well, That's wow. A nice, yeah, Paul. Yeah, Hartley Dykes. Remember, Hartley Dykes was going to be something. He was going to be the next something. And didn't quite turn out to be the next something. Yes, Todd. Wasn't Why? there
10: a Sonny Dykes, or that was a coach of some sort?
5: Yeah. Okay. Wasn't he like at Texas Tech or something? So. Yeah, yeah sounds about you. right. Thank you, Todd. Yes,
6: Paul. Oklahoma had a receiver return man, Buster Rhymes. Yeah. That guy got in a little trouble, but sure was exciting on the field. Yeah. Thank you, Paul. <laughs> I thought we were going to obscure Oklahoma, oh, I, Oklahoma State football I, players I, for 10 hours. I, I don't
5: know. And the answer is, uh, yes,
7: McLovin, what? What was a guy out of Texas who went really high? I think the Jets took him, a wide receiver. Lamb Jones? Lamb Jones, yeah. What happened to that guy? Was it he supposed to be a... He was just a, fast.
5: Yeah. Like, you've got to be more than that to play in the
7: NFL. He reminds me of Hartley Dykes, like those big Big 12 receivers. Who yeah, but, but Hartley
5: Dykes, I think, was a, a a taller receiver. Whereas Lamb Jones, there was Ham Jones and Lamb Jones at Texas. And Hartley Dykes, I think, went to the Patriots. Yeah. And I don't know who was his
6: quarterback back then. Yes, Paul. You were a huge fan of Jabell Holloway, the triple option quarterback at Oklahoma.
5: Yes, I... I loved Oklahoma quarterbacks. Thomas Lott, Jack Mildren. Oh, that was awesome. They were so much fun. And Dewitt Pruitt, he was my favorite running back growing up. Love Greg Pruitt. All right, let me take a break. I get some phone calls in here. Uh what do you why are you sending me the top five all time undrafted
7: quarterbacks? Because Mike White could be on this list in five years and I want you to remember. He is okay.
5: All right, one, two, three. Four. Okay, you know what? I'll, I'll bring this up after the break. the The top five all time undrafted quarterbacks. We'll take a break. He is uh, self titled. The uh, what is he? The meathead James Vanderbeek. Nice, nice. Ross Tucker will join us next here on the Dan Patrick Show. Puerto Rico is the new go to destination for quality investment opportunities. You know, Mario's always talking about Puerto Rico. Uh, Impeller takes the guesswork out of the equation. Find the right projects to invest in, and Impeller is a new online tool. It's spearheaded by Invest Puerto Rico. It facilitates connections between investors and on-island projects. If you're looking for capital, and uh, discover innovative projects across all sectors. There's healthcare, tech, clean energy, uh, visitor economies, commercial real estate. Impeller's easy-to-use features allows you to get to the right deal at the right time with the right people. Empower your investment portfolio with opportunities the island has to offer as your go-to destination. Invest Puerto Rico's impeller is the right move, the smart move to make the most of your investment. Visit investpr.org forward slash impeller. Set up your account today. Impeller, your hub for investment opportunities in Puerto Rico, powered by invest Puerto Rico. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific
8: on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
4: I'm George Reister, host of the Reister or Wrong podcast. This is the intersection where sports, business, society, and pop culture meet the truth
0: And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: Might be the busiest man in football, Ross Tucker, set to join us this program brought to you by mercedes-benz vans they go far beyond from their customization options cutting-edge tech five-star sales service financial support crew mercedes-benz vans build equipped engineered to be ready for anything go the extra mile taking the all-important first step into an authorized dealership today ross Tucker, host of the ross tucker football podcast he works for cbs westwood one he had the action game last night between toledo and bowling green He's going to call the Ravens Dolphins game tonight on Westwood One. And then he's got Bucknell and Army on Saturday. That's three games, four days. How does he do it? He's only one man. He's Ross Tucker, the uh, self professed meathead James Vanderbeek. Always great to see you, Ross. Thanks for joining us.
11: Dan, my pleasure. Always good to be on. I appreciate it. I, I'll tell you this much, Dan. Um, I love going to games. When people ask me, My favorite thing in the media, the two things I say are calling games and filling in for you. And most of the time when people say that they know me, a lot of people reference your show. So I am very appreciative for all the opportunities you've given me over the years.
5: Thank you, buddy. Uh, McLovin has a question here or a statement, and then I'll let you uh, factor in or weigh in on this. McLovin, go ahead.
7: Mike White is going to eventually be on the list of the greatest undrafted quarterbacks Along with Tony Romo, Dave Craig, uh, Warren Moon, Kurt Warner. Someday, Jeff Mike...
5: Garcia. Jeff Garcia.
7: Or at least he has a chance to be one of those guys. Mm, Do you okay. see? I don't know if you ever called Western Kentucky Ross by any chance.
5: Yeah. Mike White is going to get the start again for the Jets. And McLovin thinks he could be one of the top five. Well, he's not going to supplant Warner or Moon, those are Hall of Famers. Romo was on the outside of the Hall of Fame looking in. Jeff Garcia was pretty good. Dave Craig, these are all really good quarterbacks. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't find a list of
7: six to ten. I wish I could have. Oh, <laughs> that that would have helped. That
5: might have helped. Okay. But uh, what are the Jets, like, Are they? they're almost asking for trouble here. If Mike White plays well, like, do they get themselves in a situation where they realize maybe the best quarterback is not the guy they took number two overall?
11: Well, first of all, I thought McLovin was going to rub it in that Dartmouth beat Princeton last week, so I'm very thankful that that's not the question. I thought that was going to be the statement he was going to make. Mm, so I'm yeah, glad yeah. we're not getting into that.
5: Yes, McLovin. I made a
7: bet. I said, you have to come up to the man cave and eat tofu on me Friday, and he said there is. he was so upset, he almost dropped off Twitter. Ross was like, that'd be the worst punishment
5: known to man. By the way, I did watch that game, and and Princeton goes in, what undefeated, and Dartmouth just handed them their lunch, by the way
11: yeah i'm aware dan i watched my game as well um you know listen if McLovin's alma mater wants to lower their academic standards and try to beat us no hey that's (laughs) up to them them. okay i'm just teasing by the way dartmouth people i'm just teasing um but yes that was a brutal loss and i said to him dan i'd rather take a pie to the face than not be able to eat meat or take my patented road sausage away on a meat Friday. I'd rather rather let you guys all pie me in the face. I've
5: heard about your road sausage and uh, surprised you brought it up.
11: As for Mike White, I mean, he looked really good uh, against the Bengals clearly looked good on that one drive against the Colts, but I'm very curious to see how he does when there's a little bit more of a sample size, you know, the Bengals, we're very vanilla against him. I'm not exactly sure why. Yeah, and I got to say this, Dan. Nobody else has said this. I'm not questioning the young man's toughness, but we saw him throw a touchdown pass against the Colts, and then not come back in the game.
5: You he, know, he couldn't grip the ball.
11: I, that that's what they say, and and I, I I I don't know what the exact injury was. And look, he's it's a golden opportunity for him. But I don't know, man. Uh, I mean, I kind of feel like somehow, some way, you would still try to go out there. But we'll see. We'll see how he does this week against the Bills defense. It's playing very, very well. But I think we've seen this too many times with a guy that comes in. I mean, why isn't McLovin asking us about Cooper Rush? I mean, Cooper Rush came in against the Vikings in his first start and played very well, played better than Dak did the next week. So I don't know why we're not asking that. As for the Jets and having an issue, I think the issue, Dan, is really the way Robert Sala is presenting it. You know, when you hear him, he's not like he's not saying Zach Wilson's my guy no matter what. He's kinda of, he's kind of leaving the possibility out there <laughs> that he keeps Mike White in the game.
5: Uh by the way, Cam Newton might be returning to the Panthers today. Your thoughts on that move with Sam Darnold out with the uh, broken bone in his shoulder?
11: Well, I think it makes sense. You know, they're still very much in the mix to get a playoff spot. Which, by the way, Dan, we should talk about this at some point. That extra playoff spot in each conference, it's changed everything. I mean, if the Saints beat the Falcons like they should have, and there's only two playoff teams, two card teams, everybody else is at least two games back. And they might start, you know, the Niners might start to play Trey Lance, et cetera. But that extra spot, I mean, right now the Falcons have it at four and four. That extra spot has all these teams that are three and five, three and six. Hey, we're still in it, which is exactly what the NFL wanted. It has kept these teams in it, including the Carolina Panthers, who they don't know what they have in P.J. Walker. So let's see what P.J. does for a game, maybe two, but have Cam ready. Because hmm. I think they already know that Sam Donald's not going to be the guy. I can't believe, Dan, that they picked up his option in the offseason. $19 million fully guaranteed for next year. Dan, it never made sense.
5: Odell Beckham has not decided on where he wants to go. And I'm wondering, can Aaron Rodgers say to the Green Bay Packers, I want him? go get him
11: it worked for randall cobb i mean they had to trade for the guy yeah it worked for him with randall cobb the, the interesting thing about odell beckham jr is i just tweeted this at ross tucker nfl dan the longer this goes on the more obvious it is that he doesn't have the opportunities he thought he was gonna have you know when you have free agency okay those those highly sought after guys sign the first day or two. And by the way, if he doesn't sign before Saturday, he misses a whole paycheck. You know, you only get you only get 18 of them now 18 paychecks for your whole salary, the whole year. You don't want to skip those. I still think he signed somewhere tomorrow or Saturday to not skip a week. I wouldn't want to miss a week. The only other, uh, uh, the only other possible thing that's going on here, because we're all talking about him and you're asking me about him. It's two days in a row now, three days in a row, maybe his marketing people, maybe kind of like Russell Wilson in the off season have realized the value of the Dan Patrick show and all of the shows talking about you nonstop.
5: Yeah.
11: Odell makes a lot of money off the field. They probably, Hey, let it go for a couple of days. Let everybody keep talking about you for a couple of days. Just make sure your marketing dollars bigger.
5: Yeah, I just wonder that, is he worth all of this? Like, No. You don't want him on your team. If you're Green Bay, Kansas City, the Saints, you don't want him. No,
11: I don't think so. Um, look, for the minimum, I would give it a try. I wouldn't give him anything substantial financially. You know, I guess I believe in track records. His track record with two different organizations now, is that he's injured a lot, he's not very productive, doesn't like the quarterback, Once out. what? Why is the third time going to be the charm? And what situation is he going to that's so much better than Cleveland?
5: Uh, you had a situation with the Patriots and the Panthers where Brian Burns got his ankle twisted by Mac Jones. Here is the Panthers' defensive end. Talking about that situation with Mac Jones.
6: It would be nice to
5: have an apology. (laughs) Mac.
4: It would be nice to have an apology, but uh, I mean, it's not going to happen. And um, I mean, however the NFL handles it, it's it's, it's on them. I would just like to play them again. And uh, I wish all my fellow uh,
5: DN brothers happy hunting. And that's all. (laughs) Should Mac Jones apologize to Brian Burns for hurting his ankle?
11: Dan, things have changed a lot from when I played. I mean, first of all, I never heard a guy apologize. But even more than that, I never heard a guy ask for an apology. I mean, I got spit in my face twice, Dan. Twice. And I never say anything about it after the game. I didn't ask for an apology. I didn't tell the media. I didn't ask for an apology. Wait, was this on purpose?
5: This was on purpose. Somebody spit in your face on purpose.
11: Yeah, twice in 2004. um, Gerard Warren, when we played the Browns, and Langston Moore, when we played the Bengals, and uh, Gerard Warren did that, and then and then after the first, that was the first play of the game, and then the next couple plays, they were pushing me after the play, so the next TV timeout, you know, TV timeouts, people don't realize if you've never been to an NFL game. You're just standing out there on the field next tv timeout, i walked over to those guys very calmly and i said hey guys i'm tired of it i'm gonna break one of your bleeping legs on the next play and i walked back to the huddle came out for the next play and alvin mckinley was like talk talk we're good it's over now it's over we're, we're gonna because they knew i was serious they knew i was oh I, I wasn't gonna take it anymore for langston moore and we've joked about this now on social media i was screaming he did it as he was leaving the field so i was screaming at marvin lewis who i knew to put him back in the game cuz i wanted to try to <laughs> kill him you know we didn't I, you know we don't we don't, ask for a, we don't ask for apologies we demand forgiveness by taking that's what's great about football you can take it out on them you can inflict pain and punishment on them
5: why would a guy spit in your face on the first play of the game
11: well, so, for Gerard Warren, it's because we scrimmaged them that year. We had an inter-squad scrimmage during training camp, I think. and Oh, I know that, and I think this is why. Um, and I, I threw him down on the ground and then kind of speared him, and he didn't really like that. That's the same game, Dan, that we're beating them so bad, okay? We're up by, like, three touchdowns late in the game. I'm blocking Gerard. Instead of trying to make the tackle, he goes like this real quick and puts my arm in an arm bar. And he said, I'm gonna break your mother effing arm. And I was like, Jordan, no, 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 please don't, <laughs> Jordan, no. I, I I I thought he was serious. Like he had me like in a in like one of those UFC, like, yeah. I'm gonna break your arm <laughs> things. I was like, please, no, Jordan, no. He didn't even try to make the tackle then. He just goes, I'm gonna break your mother effing arm
5: what the hell happened on Monday night in the, with the taunting call with Tony Carrente?
11: Uh I thought it was amazing. One of my favorite moments of the NFL season. I've never seen an official draw the foul. Like, like, <laughs> like, like he's LeBron James trying to get the N1. I mean, that was amazing. And then my favorite, Dan, did you see him hold his hand in the air like me draining a three in high school basketball and just like hanging in the air after he threw the flag, <laughs> Tony Carrente, Tony Carente literally taunted Cassius Marsh while throwing a taunting penalty on him. That was, I thought it was amazing. Um, I will say this, and I might write about this in my next column. I am actually one of the only people that's supportive of the taunting rule. Now I didn't think what Cassius Marsh did deserved to be flagged, but Dan, you know I've got Go Big Recruiting, a high school athletic business. You you should see Dan, junior high football. You should see seven on seven football. These kids will catch a touchdown, in, you know, in the end zone over a kid in seven on seven, no helmets or anything, and they'll get right up in their face. They'll and be like ah, like and stare them down. That's another thing that's different from when I played. I would just punch the kid right in the face, no hesitation, just boom. Like, I don't, that that is why what Tomlin said, that's why they're trying to get rid of it because the younger kids, they see that. They see them getting each other's face and then that's what they do. They do it seven on seven, junior. I've seen it pop Warner. It's disgusting, it's disrespectful and they mimic what they see the NFL guys do. It's unnecessary.
5: I didn't have a problem with you know, if taunting was called on the play, it was just late in the call and you waited until the player make you know, you make contact with the player and then you pull the flag. That's the problem I had with this. You want to call taunting? Call taunting because the letter of the rule it, it would constitute throwing the flag. You can't wait till you make contact with somebody and then you call the taunting penalty on somebody while you taunt the person you just called taunting on
11: you know what Dan? it it reminded me of like an nba ref sometimes or college basketball when they make it about them yeah like they think it's about them it's it's not about you i would say this year out of let's say there's been 30 taunting flags i'd say about 15 maybe 20 i agreed with five to ten i didn't but now dan it's the rule It's like the COVID rules, like it's the rule. So anybody that gets it now, that's on you. It's clear what the rules are. It's clear what they're doing. So you can keep complaining about it, or you can just not do it so you don't hurt your team. Uh,
5: Have fun tonight. Safe travels as always, and uh, thanks for joining us, buddy.
11: Always. Thank you, Dan.
5: All right. The uh, self-titled. Meathead James Vanderbeek. Google James Vanderbeek and then put side by side with Ross Tucker. There, yes, McLevin.
7: Uh, by the way, we have an against the grain update. No. What do you want? Well, this is rather important. It uh, we're we're finding uh, through our sources that it's going to be very hard for Mike White to make the list of greatest undrafted quarterbacks
5: since he was drafted.
7: He was drafted.
9: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: yeah. What's more embarrassing, Fritzy's limerick yesterday or that?
7: Well, that's what what against the grain's all about. We go way <laughs> against the grain sometimes.
5: <laughs> Ross Tucker hosts of the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, and uh, he's got the game tonight on Westwood One, and then he'll have Bucknell and Army on Saturday. He's great. He's so much fun, and he just doesn't care. Uh, we'll take a break. Last call for phone calls. What we learn, what's in store tomorrow, and we'll try to do all of that. Right after this. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our
4: shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
3: The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe.
2: Mexico will likely have its first female president.
8: And then you have China.
0: And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Store on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: Well, I assumed that Odell Beckham Jr. would be signing with the team before Saturday so he could get a paycheck this week. Not so fast. Diana Rossini of the Mothership is reporting there are teams who are talking to Odell Beckham Jr. that believe the free agent wide receiver will wait until the games are completed on Sunday before making his final decision per league sources. Is he getting enough interest? That's what I want to know. Because it feels like, hey, that's the team I want to go to. There's no doubt that's who I want to play for, with. Are you getting the team is that, in, that team interested in you and are you getting the, the proper money that you expect? Because if Green Bay's just off, offering the uh, you know, the league minimum veterans minimum, he might say, nah, let me hold out here. Let me, let me figure out if I can leverage this. And it's down to three teams, maybe. You know the reporting on this is kind of all over the place. As far as the team's interested in him, when is he going to sign, what's important to him? You know, I was told, oh, he wants to play for a winner. Well, he was with Cleveland. This is, I think, about where can I go, be on a big stage, and get my touches just so I can let people know, hey, I'm back. You know, the things that make me nervous about this situation, now his personality, you got to factor that in. It's just his injury history. Like guy at, at that position, and he's not a big guy, and he's been injured. I just don't know durability-wise, like how much can I count on him? It just feels like you bring him in and then he's going to miss a couple of games. Yeah, Todd.
10: So all of a sudden the team is going to get desperate after a week 10 loss or there's somehow a hope that a top wide receiver is going to go down with an injury and he's going to all of a sudden get a boatload of money that he wouldn't have gotten today?
5: I don't know what his logic is. And maybe the logic is simple that he doesn't have as much interest as maybe he thought he was going to or he doesn't like what the terms are. I don't know. Um, but he cleared waivers. I thought that he was going to play this brilliantly. He wanted out, he got out, and that he was not going to be picked up on waivers, and he was going to be able to pick where he wanted to go. Well, that's the scenario we have now. I just don't know if there's as much interest there as maybe he thought. Yes, he...
6: Yeah, I mean, it seems pretty clear he's going to have to
5: play his way into a new contract. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I just don't know where he can go, okay, I want to be the number one guy. But then if I go, where where am I going to be the number one guy? New England, and I got a rookie quarterback. Or I could be the number one guy in New Orleans, but I got Trevor Simeon. Or I could be the number two guy in Green Bay. Or I could be the number three guy in Kansas City. You know, you're, you're trying to figure out how do I play this? How do I leverage this into a, you know, one more big contract? Yeah, Paul.
6: I want to play for a winner. I want to show people what I could do next week not not this week yeah. i got some stuff to do this week but next week is when i really can't wait to compete
5: all right uh, a couple of phone calls lauren in new york joining us on the program good morning lauren what's on your mind
12: good morning, good morning. first time long time yeah. five and a half feet or five and uh 130 pounds okay Ooh. um i am calling i wish i had a great answer about your Odell Beckham Jr. uh, question that you're just talking about. But I wanted to expand on the uh, long-time part that I just mentioned, a first-time long-time, because I have been a long-time listener as of March 2020 because this is uh, my boyfriend, now fiancé, our every-morning activity that we do. We listen to Dan Patrick together every morning. So I just want to say thanks for being uh, our – constant through such a horrible time. Um, And, yeah, you really make every morning better. So thank you.
5: Well, thank you, Lauren. And uh, good luck with your uh, relationship there. And I would listen to maybe more than one hour. It probably will enhance that relationship even more. Like one is good, but three is great. And we give you life advice, marital advice, kids, and some sports, too. They don't have any concerts coming up soon. Yeah. Yeah, If Lauren's uh, fiancé is going to a concert but only one ticket, as we found out the previous hour. Yeah, it's possible that Lauren and her fiance were watching that segment, and she's Mm. like, so what would you do? Mm. (laughs) Yeah, I worry Uh, about that. Oh, no, babe, I would just stay with you. I don't need to see the Rolling Stones. I'll just stay with you. If I had a ticket and I was engaged and I only had one ticket, if I was a loser and I only had one ticket to the concert, I had no friends and I was going to go, Now, I have gone to a Britney Spears concert by myself.
6: Whoa. (laughs) Every time you tell me that story, it's like the first time. It's, it's, (laughs) I didn't feel sad. I,
5: I was in LA, uh, off night NBA finals.
6: Nothing else to do.
5: Nothing. You know, LA, there's not that much to do. Right. And I thought, you know what? I got, I got a ticket to see Britney Spears and I went. And, uh, there was no lines for beer. And uh, it was great. No lines used in the bathroom. It was awesome. I had a great seat. Enjoyed the show. Yes, Todd.
10: Anyone sitting with you in that section that might recognize you or realize that you're solo Todd, at it a didn't certain matter. age?
5: It didn't matter. Okay.
10: That's it, fantastic. It,
5: because for me, it's all about the music. <laughs> That's it. Fair enough. That's all I care about. It's just the music. Is this is songwriting. Yeah. I like the lyrics. You're a pretty purist. I am. Yeah. Yes, yes I am. But I I went to see the show by myself. Now, had I been engaged at the time and my wife or my fiance would have said, what are you going to do? You know, you could sell that seat. I go, no, I'm going to go see Britney Spears. Now, she might say, why are you going to go see Britney Spears? And that's another conversation. But, you know, it's not like the Rolling Stones. Uh, But, yeah, I'd go see the show. You can't change you. No. No. You, you, you don't change when you go into a relationship. Sometimes somebody wants to change you. They either like you for who you are, or then it's not going to work out. You can't change you. Your wife has tried to change you, Fritzy, and she cannot change she you.
10: She just cannot.
6: No.
5: It's over.
10: Major efforts have she happened. She
5: has given up. On changing
6: you, yes. She's or, only a few years away from actually changing him, if you know what I mean. I mean he she takes care of wow. everything. That's
10: that's pretty true.
5: Wow. Feeding, laundry. No, she could never let you just dangle on your own. In a
10: couple of weeks will have been dating twenty five years. I have no idea how she's been able to hang in there. It's amazing.
5: But, but if she left you home alone for like a week.
10: The things would probably go on fire and there'll just there would probably be ambulances and police trucks, it'd be as things would something okay. would happen.
5: Who who could handle it better, you or Macaulay Culkin in Home Alone?
10: He handled himself pretty well.
5: Because he was 10.
10: Right, and, and he was able to keep the uh, burglars out and set up all kinds of traps and everything. Uh, he by far would beat me in uh, being uh, Home Alone. What sure.
5: if you couldn't order takeout?
10: Wow. (laughs) I would probably just—I drive to one of those local shops where they make the food feel, you You know, you go to fast food or some sandwich shop, but it would be difficult. I need to be able to have the Chinese food to come to me.
5: Uh, Paul in Arizona. Hi, Paul. What's on your mind? Hey, thanks for taking my call, guys.
11: Uh, A couple things. I absolutely love when you guys talk music.
8: I just absolutely love it. It's one of my favorite spots. And first, I got a couple points. First off, if I had one ticket for the Rolling Stones, my wife would say thank you very much, and I'll see you
9: when I get home.
8: Yeah, All right. we we uh, when we got married, we uh, three days before the wedding. Rather than buy uh, some cheesy gift for the wedding party, we took everybody to see Frank Zappa.
5: <laughs> well, the and the mothers of invention. Thank you, Paul. I yeah, Frank Zappa. Never saw Frank Zappa. I did have a couple of albums. Like, Don't Eat the Yellow Snow was one of his songs. He was he was different. There was nobody like Frank Zappa.
6: Uh, this day in sports history, Paul. Got a few of them, Dan. Uh, New York Knickerbockers played their first game at Madison Square Garden in 1946. Derek Thomas of the Chiefs set an NFL record when he had seven sacks in a game against the Seahawks. In 2002, Barry Bonds became the first Major League Baseball player to win the MVP award five times.
5: On this date, 1981, Fernando Valenzuela, first rookie to win the Cy Young Award. Todd, what did you learn in today's award-nominated program?
10: Chris Sims blames the Browns scheme and Baker Mayfield in part for why OBJ wasn't getting more completions.
5: McLovin? Ross Tucker had a
7: terrifying story about Gerard Warren, a defensive player in the NFL.
5: (laughs) Seton O'Connor? Yeah, man, Ross Tucker has some stories. He does. Dang. He does. Paulie? Ross, three games in four days. Hey, rocket scientists, look no further than the next big thinker. First-in-class technology, a leader in innovation. That's a leader in innovation and intelligence not seen from an SUV. 2021 Mercedes-Benz GLE. Learn more at MBUSA.com. Mercedes-Benz, the best or nothing. So meet Friday tomorrow for Seton Pauly, Fritzy, McLovin, yours truly. Have a great day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Oh, but wait, one more item. Oh, I'm always excited to tell you about Panini trading cards. You got the iconic brands like Donruss, Prism, Contenders, National Treasures, the exclusive trading card partners of the NFL. You want Trevor Lawrence, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes. This is the place to find them. Autograph cards, memorabilia cards, rare inserts, hottest rookie cards. There's something for everyone in Panini America packs. And it's more than just the NFL. Panini is the exclusive home for the NBA, UFC, NASCAR, and collegiate trading cards. What to watch for in Week 10? Alvin Kamara and the Saints go marching into Tennessee. Russell Wilson, he'll be back. Is Aaron Rodgers going to be back? It's the Packers and Seahawks at Lambeau. Sunday night, you have the showdown between Patrick Mahomes and Derek Carr and the Las Vegas Raiders. So, start or continue your collection now at paniniamerica.net paniniamerica.net the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show
3: the big take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world